Sunday, I was speaking on the law of sowing and reaping. And I just want to highlight two or three scriptures, then I want to uh, throw it open to a discussion and then we pray. Romans 8.32. Romans 8.32. In the New King James, it says, He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things. Let's look at one more scripture in Second Corinthians chapter eight. Second Corinthians chapter eight, verse nine. It says, "For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though He was rich, yet for your sakes." He became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich. So from the scriptures we know definitely, from what we just read in Romans 8, 32, and now what we just read now, that God has abundantly made provision for every believer to live in abundance. It's just that simple. He became poor, that he, through his poverty, we may be rich. And if he has so freely given in his son to all of us, how much more will he freely give to us all things? How much more? So the question tonight is, why are people in lack? Why are needs not met? And why do we have to sow to reap? Any takers? That's what we're starting tonight. <laughs> if God, I mean, why can't, just, why, why can't God just drop bundles of money in your car as you're driving home? He did it before. He, drew, he, he rained manna from heaven. So we know he can do it. Why don't you just go home and build a safe and you can just command God to put money there all, all overnight? Why do we have to, why, why does he need our involvement to get what we know he already has made provision for? I mean, did God not rain man and from heaven? And when they, were, when they were not satisfied, they said, you know what, we need some flesh, we need some meat. He gave them quails. So he's done it before. So there's nothing new under the sun. That being the case, and I know the context of that scripture in Luke 6, it's not talking about money. It really isn't. The context, what I'm about to quote. However, it applies to money as well. When it says, give and it shall be given. Good measure. President, shaking together. Running over shall men give to your bosom. When he, was, when he gave that scripture in Luke 6, 38, he was talking about judgment. How you judge other people. If you are critical, judgmental, you can expect also sow back. I mean, rather reap being critical against you and being judgmental. But however, that principle also applies to money. But the context of the scripture was regarding to judgment. So why... 
<laughs> Praise God. I believe God wants us to exercise our belief in him. And because we're in covenant with him, God has the part that he does, but he also expects for us to do our part. And our part is trust and believe and receive from him. myself oh my goodness man I need prayer praise God the point she made is a good point that's the answer in the same way as God has made provision for healing he was wounded for our transgression he was bruised for our iniquity the price for our peace was upon him. By his stripes we were Isn't there calm, their peace today? Yeah. All of that has been provided for. Psalms 103 talks about how uh, we bless the Lord, oh my soul, all that's with satisfies our mouth with good things. That means you will not be riding on a rally bicycle when you can be driving. Our youth as the eagles. You will not be 50 years old looking like you are 90. All of that is part of the redemption plan of God. However, the manifestation only comes as we trust God and receive or appropriate what he has done by faith. It still comes under faith. Grace is made a provision. He didn't ask about it. You didn't murmur, complain, pray. To, it's made the provision. The provision is on the shelf. The currency to receive what grace has provided is faith. You go to Publix, you go to Kroger to buy grocery. They didn't make the grocery when you got to the store. The conflicts, cereals, uh, potatoes, apples, whatever. It's already on the shelves waiting. But Mr. Publix expects an, expect an exchange in order to pick up the goods. They're not going to allow you to just walk up with your bucket of cereals, uh, uh, crates of uh, Callaway water, uh, Aquafina, or whatever you drink. No. They're going to say, you want to carry it out? Pay us. So God is saying all these things are available for us, but the means of exchange is our faith. Really, not our faith. The faith is given us. He gave the faith. Because to every man is given the measure of faith. Just exercise it. Yeah. And as I was saying on Sunday, okay, as I was saying on Sunday, God is not looking for me and you to sow money so he can raise cash. It's not into fundraising business. 
but it's into people raising business. You know how it's possible for you and I to be born again? And if God does not put this love soon and ripping in place, many of us will never have to exercise faith. Never. Because you're not sick, so you don't need to believe God for healing. You are married happily. You don't believe, need to believe God for I mean, there are so many things we can... In fact, a guy came from China years ago. Who was this guy? Was it Mahatma Gandhi? Yeah. He came to the United States. He's read the New Testament. He was enthralled with this story about Jesus Christ. He said, man, this Jesus of, of the West, I want, to go, I want to go see it. I want to go see him. He came to Los Angeles, to California, lived around there for a few weeks, and he went back and said, no, no way. This is not the God of the Jesus already about in the Bible. He said, because Americans do so many things without God. And he went back and embraced Hinduism and sold whole. I mean, it was, it was searching and searching and searching, but he came, became exposed and said, man, this guy's living a godless life here. And he went back to... So what I'm saying is, it's very possible to live without interaction with God. But in the case of money, money becomes a leveler for everybody. Every one of us have to deal, use money, need money every day. It's the minimum. And this is why this is so important. If you can't trust God with money, you'll not be able to trust him for healing. No. If you can't trust me with God with money, you can't trust him for favor. You can't trust for miracles. You just can't. I mean, there are so many examples in scriptures where money transaction takes place and something supernatural happens the next, the next minute. Now, let me be clear. I am not trying to tell you that you can buy favor with God with money. That you buy the supernatural by giving an offering. There are many people that say that, teach that, parade that. I submit to you, most of them are charlatans. Because God is not in the mag- magical business. But where you've seen it happen in the scriptures, and I won't get into that tonight, uh, maybe on Sunday, but where you've seen it happen, what has happened is that God has uh, encouraged men and women to use the, atm- uh, the avenue of money, trust, releasing their faith and trusting God with money in order to get something else done. Not that God needs to be paid to do a miracle. So that's a big difference. For me and you, we're not given to get. We are given because we have already gotten. It's a huge difference. Uh, do you guys understand what I just, what I just said? The, the reason why God wants us to participate in sowing and reaping? Oh, my God. Only Pastor Thompson, everybody else just. <laughs> I know it's late. I know there's Hurricane Michael. <laughs> but there's also Jehovah God. <laughs> Talk to me. Where, where, where's your comfort level? Are you, are you guys able to trust God when it comes to money? Sowing and reaping. Well, no, it's not only financial. So now it's not always financial. In fact, in fact, when you talk about seed, the first seed we have is the seed of the word of God. 
whereby Jesus gave the parable himself, you sow that seed, or rather the seed of the word of God is on, like we're speaking tonight. Obviously what we sowed on Sunday morning was good seed, but I don't know what kind of hearts it fell on. <laughs> because the very first question I asked tonight, man, nobody except my wife, nobody, I don't know what happened on that the seed is good, but the, but the soil has also been to be good. Amen? Yeah, so this, the first seed is the word of God. There's no doubt about that. And the way that word, now, this is, this, is, this is the point. Do you know the reason why many of us don't remember what we heard on Sunday? Abba. Do you want to move over here or something? <laughs> because <laughs> I said, I said, do you guys want to know the reason why many of us do not remember what we heard on Sunday? Okay, let me throw it out. Why do you think most of us don't remember? What do you think? Huh? How do you sell all what you have? We don't take it to heart. Okay. Anybody else? We don't. Huh? The cares of this world, okay, yes. And sometimes the word doesn't take root, and then sometimes uh, the birds of the air, which is uh, things around us, come and pluck it, take it out of our memory. Okay. So on All right. On Pastor T. Yeah, it could, al- it could also be the fact that we didn't put the word to action immediately we heard it. Correct. Cast of this world, uh, birds of the air, practicing the word. What else? <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 nah. That, that's that's, a serious that's one. part of the cares of this <laughs> world. <laughs> nah, listen, listen. I was, in a, I was in a very serious business meeting on Monday morning with some Falcon stakeholders. Okay, I won't, I won't mention their names. <laughs> For the first 15 minutes, we had the Falcons blues. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Five games of the season, they're out of, they are out of contention. It's, 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 it's terrible. So, so okay, um, Let's go to the scriptures. And then also, I believe, sometimes we still trust so much in ourselves and in our things that we have, the abilities that we have, our bank accounts, um, till we just sometimes just don't trust and believe what the word says or receive it. I think your first answer is more correct than this last one. (laughs) I mean, Maybe you should have just stopped while you are still. <laughs> do you guys I'm agree with me? Question: Why we? Oh, why do we don't re- remember the word? <laughs> okay, I'm gone somewhere else. No, I, I think I want to say. I, I, maybe I'll use myself for an, as an example. I find myself okay when the word is coming. The mind wanders. And once the mind wanders, you don't catch what is being said. Then I have to bring myself back like, oh, what did you just say? You know, that kind of thing. So, and that way, you can't take the word to heart. 
then probably also the attitude, you know, when we come to church, I try to like, okay, God, I know you're going to tell me something now. When I come with that attitude, I get more, you know, than thinking about a million, yes, than, you know, so. Yes, I, I was just going to say that it's, uh, I, I realize that you are not going to catch everything that the preacher says. And you see, what A will catch, what will strike A, will be different from what will strike B and what will strike C. Because there's so much information that is coming from the preacher. But the one that stays with you is the revelation that you get. Because you see, everyone comes to church for his own word. And your word might be different. Every other thing you say might not make, but just one thing hits me. And while you are saying other things, I don't, I'm not even hearing it anymore. I'm just chewing that one thing that hits me. Right? And that's just about the only thing, you know, that I get out of that. That's very good. Now, that's just... Everything everybody has said is correct. It, I mean, everything everybody said is correct. I just want to bring it on all together. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. Remember? that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you make your way prosperous. They had bad success until they got to the final game and they disgraced all of us. So, Oh, but anyway, so, so the point here is, all of you are correct, and to small point, so if, you, if you're in a service, whatever hits you, or whatever the main point has been made, for instance, from last Sunday, all of us should lift up his understanding that God looks at my trust by how I deal with money. That, that if you're unfaithful in that which is least, if you're unfaithful in that Meditate on that book. 
meditating on that word, meditating on that word, until I Chapter 4, verse 22, he says, uh, I Solomon Ripping, a bond. Hmm. 
That was your father? I better be praying that the bad seed you sow. No, but goodness because of the soul. Sorry. Okay. Um, now, when you're talking about seed and money, yeah. I, I wasn't in church on Sunday, but I assume you're talking about sowing in church. Yeah. But I believe that that is not all. I mean, there are so many ways, even if, like, I am or people are this... Um, what's the word now, disenfranchised from giving in church. Do you understand? There are still so many ways you can give to people, to good causes, to the poor, and I believe it's equally as important as giving to church. Because we are supposed to give to widows. Yes. Yes. saying we, we shouldn't give to church. I'm saying that uh, I'm saying that giving in other, 
through other avenues is equally important. Yes, I'm not talking that. You know, at times you can have a seed. You are you have purpose in your heart that you want, and God just tells you to stop that and give it somewhere else. But because of what we have been taught, you are just like, no, that's the devil. Keep quiet. I have to give it to church. <laughs> I don't know if you, I'm just trying to say that it's. It, I don't think church is. I mean, God is all about. You must give to the church every time. At yeah, the risk of being misunderstood. Giving is so fast that we cannot limit it to only I have, I mean, I have to give in church and I give in church, don't misunderstand me. But I'm just saying that we need to really begin to understand the principles of money and what. I'm sorry, I'm not able to read. I say my premise is on the fact that um, in order for there to be meat in the house, the house takes precedence, to me, you can interpret it the way you like, the house takes precedence to your giving, if that's where you are being nourished. Because you see, the, 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 the reason why we exist is for us to represent Christ on the earth. And for you to do that, you need to tap as much knowledge as possible from left, right, and center. And whatsoever you get those knowledge, uh, knowledge to um, admonish yourself and feed yourself, you need to feed those centers so that they can also be of benefit to other people. But I guess where I was, um, when the pastor made a uh, reference to Sunday's uh, preaching was, you know, when they said, um, they told a rich man to go and sell all what he had. You know, sincerely speaking, uh, throughout that preaching, that was where, that was where I love. You know. So, um, you see, as you know, Small was saying, you, when there are some words that will hit you, and that will be based on maybe what had been a challenge in your life or something. So, sell all what you have. You know, emphasis was sell all. Yes. All. And that was why they said the man was terribly sad. And that hit me so hard. I'm still thinking of it too now. That, that, that is it. That is oh, okay. 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 He got something? Okay, okay. Go uh, ahead. Uh, I know the point I was trying to make got long-winded, but I wanted to come back to what Pastor Ibika was saying earlier. Yeah. And I wanted to relate it a little bit to our um, daily, I call it like daily behaviors, right? Yeah. Everything that we do, no matter how we want to look at it, we're influenced by our society, by what we see and what we hear and all this. Sure. And I am more than 100%, I can bet that if we look past the bank, 
how much we can actually make people give to the church every Sunday is not when you preach about them giving. It's not when we have that message about, okay, this is what you should be, why they should be giving. It has to be a different Sunday because the Sunday that you preach about giving, yes. oh, you have to give this, I'm sure that people are not following that Sunday by giving that much. It has to be a different Sunday when you're preaching about something totally different that people, will, their hearts are going to be touched that I must be given to the church. So I don't know if that is making sense. It's because when you're talking about, okay, this is why you should be giving your money today, people in their minds straight, they, they shut it down. It's not because they don't trust you. It's not because they don't believe what you're saying. It's because they have heard it so many times. I have seen you so many times, like, we have, I remember one lady come, came here, she, she preached, and then at the end of service, she was like, oh, who wants to give a $1,000 stand-up, and things like that, and you shut that down, like, really quick, because that's not what you have taught people in the house. And the fact that you actually stopped people that day, you went there and made that statement that, look, that's not what we live here, I don't think that by giving X amount of money, you get more glory. People actually felt encouraged to give, not because of what she was saying, but just because of how you came out and kind of protected against that way of, if I can call it, charlatan's spirits. Like, I mean, they said, okay, you have to give now to get more. So that's a little bit of how I'm thinking about it because. Yeah. Trust. Very clear. So we are not trying to raise cash, but trying to raise Part of raising is helping us how we live here with The church will shut down because the need of that house will not be met. Because people who are not done just heard something about doing this and that, not understand that. That's what I 
I don't mow the lawn up, I'm going to be what I'm going to be. And snakes and uh, 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 bears will be growing. When I look at you, I'm giving record and you're giving God everything. And I don't, I cannot say them good faith. They are your faithful. Why? Because you cannot be faithful the illusion. So I cannot recommend that manager that when they hire you to be responsible, you don't. Do you understand? Of their managing whatever it is. So when yeah, um, there's a scripture that says, uh, "Honor the Lord with your first fruit, um, with your substance, yeah. and the first fruit of your increase." Now, when it comes to money, I know in churches because of all that we've heard. You know, a lot of us, we try to speculate, we try to analyze, and, you know, Bible says, honor the Lord. If you honor the Lord, that's the word, honor the Lord with your substance and the first fruit. And the second witness is, um, said, as many as are persuaded in their heart. So if God is guiding you when you're giving, you are not doing it as an obligation, you, you are doing it because you are persuaded to do it and you are giving honor to God. Now, to her point, to her point, the faith and can It's not even the level of it. That's that's what I No, 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 sit I'm not there.
sakit, apa she did it. She's had condos all over Bangkok. I mean, left, right. she has about what? Six or seven of them. I mean, pop, pop, like popcorn. Seven, I mean, now if you've not been to Bangkok, you have no idea. These condos make bucket condos boys cutters. In, yes. In appreciation, in cost and value. But, but I'm saying to you, she passed the money test. She's, she's, a, she's a businesswoman. She's a businesswoman. And she wanted to prosper. She wanted to, she wanted to go, do great things for God. So, oh, really? You, you want to get there? Good. Let's go on the journey. But the way to get there is empty your account. She did, and then God did. Not that God did, God manifested. Seven condoms. And she was telling us a story with joy. I'm saying, I'm, she was joyful. I was sorrowful. <laughs> so, so, so I'm saying that to support what you're saying. When Jesus said that, that is available. There are some people to this day that live like that. John Vancini, many of you have heard this story. The first Lincoln tanker he got. Man, this guy's, I mean, finally bought a Lincoln Town car. Happy, brand new, Tiaroba, as we call it in Nigeria. A missionary came by to put you in a church. After the service, he's not got the car about two weeks. God said, you know that Lincoln you have in your garage? It's not for you, it's for the missionary. Yeah. He gave it away. His cherished, most prized possession. And he said, he gave away the next four. It was not until the fifth one that God allowed him to keep it. And since then, I mean, they just come easy. No more money problem. None. It works, folks. I've just told you 
when it comes to the issue of sell it all, I'm not there. But it's a place called there that I want to attend to. I've told, Revelation, I've told my brother, I've told my wife, I don't ever want to get to a place where I'm so comfortable that I don't have to trust God. I don't want to, I, I, I don't desire it. Because I know the adventure of living on the edge. The thrill of it. Just saying, God, what's going on? Are we going to do it or are we going down? <laughs> are we going to sink or swim? <laughs> it's an adventure. And it's thrilling. And unless you put yourself out there, you will never experience it. It will never happen. Yes. Sell it all. Sell it, all, sell it all. I, you know, it makes it so heavy when it has to do with the property of money. Yeah. But the way he juxtaposed that word when uh, God told Abraham to Give sacrifice it. his own. You got it. And then even Jesus Christ himself. Yes. Because yes. Because it was life. He has we demonstrated yes. what he's asking us to do. We didn't play our sadness to that. No. When life, you know, was sacrificed, and then when the, you know, when the, um, uh, Abraham yes. was doing, we didn't play that sadness, that that level. Eh, and because when it comes to money, where we can <laughs> well, and, that, that's why God is that. That's why God knows. This is where the rubber meets the road. And can I just, I think the emphasis is for just us to trust him. I mean, I think the bottom line is with every material thing that God is telling us to give up, it's just the bottom line is for us to trust him. And um, that's what we have, that's what we have to pray for. <laughs> that's my national anthem. <laughs> yes. That's what I'm So the issue is not because that's that, that the opposite point of the top. So far, I would just 